Welcome to Nobody Told Me That, your source for candid business talk and stories. Your host is speaker and author Teresa Duncan. Sit back, buckle up, and hang on. here for another episode of Nobody Told Me That, and I have my constant companion and co-host and, you know, all that jazz. Hey, Kevin. Miss Teresa, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. My son is over with my grandparents, or not my grandparents, but my parents. So, um, you know, it's spring break right now, and it's perfect timing. Yeah, because we're four days into spring break, so it's about time for him to go spend a day with the grandparents. And are you actually Um, having like spring where you are? Yeah, it's it's sixty degrees today. It's 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 actually beautiful. Yeah, I've had to I had to round my dogs up to come inside because you know when it's weather like this, they don't they just want to be outside all day. So. Uh, I had to actually round them up because, you know, if you and I are recording, then that's when there's going to be barking. And Well, yeah, Gr- Griffin, you know, Griffin will make another appearance, uh, you know, I'm sure at some point. Uh, so At some point. Yeah. And Odie's been really um, a little spicy today. He's been kind of giving me some sass. So. <laughs> so we'll see my sassy dog. So how have you been? What's going on with you? How, what, what's going on with the world of Kevin? Uh, you know, it's a uh, we're we're in the '60s here in Colorado today. It's a beautiful day. Uh, you know, it's uh, the hey, it's a uh, baseball season. So very excited about that. Uh, That's know. right. Yeah, and you're so. coming to Virginia. I am. Um, yeah, you're coming to Virginia, and we're gonna. I, I talked to my dad. We're gonna try to catch a Rockies game the day that you're there. Awesome. And, Love it. Yeah, so that's good. And I don't think a lot of people know that about you that you are. Also, the Rockies correspondent for your yeah. paper there. And um, which, which paper do you write for? Is it? So it's called Rocks Pile, R O X P I L E, and it's online, rockspile.com. And uh, I am the uh, one of the co, we call them co experts instead of editors, but we're co experts on the site. And uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, a lot of people may or may not know I was in sports public relations before I got into the dental industry in 1999. And even when I, Got in, first got into dentistry. I kept going in sports and sports writing uh, during my days in Tulsa, writing for the Tulsa World. And then whenever I moved to Denver, I was lucky enough to uh, join the site that covers the Rockies. And I'm at most of the home games and travel with the team a couple of times uh, out of the year. And this year, uh, fortunate enough that it takes me to Washington, D.C. and Pittsburgh for a few games in April. And yeah, I cannot wait to see you and uh, actually hang out, you know, like face to face. Gosh, I guess it's been like a month or so. So, you know, it's time to do that again. Sure. And- oh. There it is. And, and I, it, you know, <laughs> well, my dad is a huge Nationals fan, so he'll be really excited um, to be there. And I don't know if you and him have actually ever met. So that'll be cool, actually. I'll br- yep. Yep. So I'll bring you a rock. So it'll be great. Uh, that'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Papa Duncan likes his baseball. Nice. That's for sure. Very so. Cool. Um, okay. So you have, you've been busy speaking as have I, but you really have been like, like super, super busy. So tell me about your attendees. And you mentioned that you've had a lot of weird or not weird, but a lot of interesting conversations lately. So what, what's, what's shaking in the world of dental assisting and the teams? All right. Well, let's, yeah. You know, uh, and I, and I think this is something that translates across no matter what you do in the, the practice. Uh, but, you know, whenever I was at the Chicago Midwinter meeting and, and you and I were both speaking there as part of the Ignite DA track for assistance, which was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually had a couple of assistants send me a note after that meeting. And one thing that I talk about a lot in my talks is that it's time to get rid of the drama in the practice. And I know a lot of people say that during their lectures. But uh, I, I, I always go back to the story whenever I was speaking in Buffalo at the uh, Buffalo Niagara Dental Meeting one year. And I always ask dental assistants to kind of give me some feedback during my lecture about the things that are going on in their practice. I call them the demons of dental assisting. And this one assistant shot her hand up in the back and she, she just like screamed in this room of three or four hundred assistants. I want to tell you about Patty. And for the next five minutes, we were talking about how horrible Patty the hygienist is in her practice. I mean, this is the spawn of Satan. Wait, wait, let's clarify because you just said she's the spawn of Satan. Let's clarify. This is not Patty the Ganji, our good friend. No, no, no. 
<laughs> no, she's just Satan, not the spawn of. No, I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> no and, and actually, it's funny you say that because I've had, whenever I tell this story, I've had people in the audience walk up to me and say, well, my name's Patty. And they're like all offended. And I'm like, well, I wasn't talking about you. So, you know, I'm sorry your name's Patty, uh, but... You need, yeah, you need to have a different name like uh, Latricia or, La, or, you know, something like so that. No, there's like a high probability nobody in the room. You know, and that'll be the one time, you know, that's my name. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you're talking about me. Um, but no, this, you know, this assistant kept going on and on about this hygienist in her practice. And uh, whenever she got finished, you know, my thought was, yes, I'm, I'm sorry that's happening in your practice, but I'm also more sorry that you're letting it affect you the way that it is. Because you could tell that this lady was making this assistant's life miserable and the assistant was actually letting it happen. So I always talk about, you know, it's time. Life's too short to be miserable. Life's too short to be unhappy. Life's too short to hit your snooze button because you don't want to go into work every day. And so we always talk about ways that you can have the conversation with the patty of your practice and, you know, say, you know, and, and I'm, I'm shortening this, obviously, for, for brevity's sake. But, you know, it, if if two people aren't getting along in the practice and the practice is a dental business, then people, your customers are going to know that you guys are just slapping smiles on and don't really like each other. So I always say, right. you know, if you need to have a hard conversation, it's always great to say, you know, our patients are noticing this. It's hurting our business. We've got to get through this. How do we do it? And I actually had a couple of assistants reach out to me and say, oh, my God, I actually talked to the patty in my practice and it's making a huge difference. And, you know, and, and, you know, as a speaker, whenever people actually listen to you, which, you know, hey, great for that. And then they actually put it into play whenever they get back into the office on Monday. You know, that's just that's a great feeling. But it's also great to know that people are actually taking those proactive steps to make their life less miserable and to make their day a lot more enjoyable. And so, you know, that I really got a, a big kick out of seeing that. And, and it's kind of inspired me to make sure that we're pushing that message out there because I think all of us start the year with, oh, this is going to be a different 2018 or this is going to be a different 2017, you know, and then you get two weeks into it and you're like, eh, you know, it, and it's so much easier to be, back comfortable than to try something new. And so, yeah, you know, it's encouraging me to, to see that people are actually taking that leap of faith and talking to the patties of their practice and trying to make their day better. Well, well, first of all, congratulations to you for changing somebody's life. Um, because as a speaker, you, I mean, like you just said, we don't typically get the follow-up. Um, and when it, when we do get the follow-up, it's, I mean, it means so much. So if anybody is out there and has heard us speak and we've changed their lives, you know, we live for that stuff because that encourages us to, you know, move forward and keep doing what we're doing. So it's awesome that you got that kind of feedback. And and second of all, the <clears throat> for this girl, I mean, that's a lot of courage to step up and change. And when you have somebody in the office who makes your world just unbearable, that's, that's hard. So, wow, she must've had a lot of soul searching before she got to that point. That's great. Well, you know, I, I think, I think all of us get to that point where we're at that crossroad and are we going to do something about it or are we just going to slink away? You know? And, and I think that she, she hit that crossroad and I was really glad that she kind of took that deep breath and dove in and, you know, and, and yeah. And, and, and honestly, that's the third one that I've heard of just this year, uh, you know, from, from the talk. So I'm really encouraged that people are taking that chance and stepping out and, and working to make their day better. I think that's an awesome thing. Well, it's funny you were talking about, you know, her name is Patty and it's common, you know, the one that in my office who made me just go insane was, um, was a Kim. So I, I don't use her name in courses because there's, always going to be a bunch of Kims in my courses. Um, but I remember though, there were times, and this is sad, and I really don't talk about this with a lot of people. And I don't even know if my boss knows. And and I really don't think he listens to podcasts because I, I don't think he's figured it out yet. So I think we're safe, but my old boss. So um, what what used to happen though, we, we had a situation where, you know, she was pretty much getting away with murder. She was a great hygienist and you know uh, he liked working with her but she was the the staff just could yeah. not take it i mean the team was just like wow you need to leave and 
Um, I remember sitting out in my car, you know, getting to work early as always, and uh, sitting out in my car until right up to the bell, which is not like me. And, uh, you know, because I didn't want to go in. And in, in another location that we had, uh, you know, you, you went inside. And I remember getting off the elevator. I, d- I used to do this on a routine basis. I used to get off the elevator and you had to go around the hallway to get to the office. And I would just get off the elevator and just kind of just lean against the wall and have to pump myself up to go into the office. And, you know, you like you said, and what you said is perfect, though. It says what you said was you life's too short to live like that, to hate going to work. And I, I think I work, I woke up and a lot of things happened after that, that led me to where I am now. But uh, if, if I think you have to go through that to realize that there is light on the other side and, and, you know, Kevin, to your benefit, to your um, credit, you were the, you were the kick in the pants, you were the catalyst. And that's, that's well, and, and, and like you said a minute ago, you know, those are the stories that as speakers keep us going, you know, and, and, and help us know that we're actually making a difference, you know, and I think every one of us, no matter what we do, we always want that little uh, tap on the shoulder to say, yeah, you're doing the right thing. And, and whenever I got those emails, it's, yeah, it's, it's just been, it's, it's almost reinvigorating to me, you know? Uh, so now whenever I run out to Virginia, you know, uh, to your part of the world to do that uh, course in April, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just really excited then to see the, the, what change, what more change we can make. Well, in Virginia, dental assistants are just awesome. My well, of course they are. Why wouldn't they be? Um, Hello? <laughs> they're, they're more awesome now because I'm not a Virginia <laughs> assistant anymore, you know? way more awesome now. Uh, (laughs) uh, So it's nice to get a positive email. Um, I don't know if this happens to you. I know with insurance and being such a painful topic, I actually get a lot of emails where it's not, there's not this nice resolution. I I get the opposite. I get a lot of, I mean, I still get good ones, but, but a lot of the emails I get are, I've tried to talk to my doctor. I've tried to get him or her to change. I've tried to get my team to change. They don't understand that we could get audited, blah, 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 blah. Um, so there, you know, maybe, maybe I'll start getting more of the, your, your type emails in the future. But for right now, I think a lot of people, when it comes to going back and making such a huge change in process with insurance, I don't think that's, that's necessarily an easy switch to to flick. So I'm, you, uh, you know, as well as I do, people come up to us at the end and, and, you know, they still feel like, gosh, I love what you said, but. You know, and they know that Monday's not going to be any different because the, the doctor may not want to change or the doctor is stuck in his or her ways, you know, and, and, and those are the, that's the tough ones. You're right. Whenever you get those and, and yes, I tried, but, uh, you know, that's tough. Well, and I, I actually, um, I wish I had a dollar for every time somebody came up to me and said, oh my gosh, I wish my doctor oh, yeah. could have been oh, yeah. here for this. And, 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 you know, vice versa, actually, it's really interesting. I'm getting a lot of doctors, young doctors who will say, I wish my team had come to this and, you know, I'll say, why, why didn't you bring them? And, and there's all sorts of, I want to call them rookie HR mistakes that I hear. So I'll hear things like, I didn't want to have to pay them. I didn't know how valuable this was going to be, or I'll hear, well, they told me they didn't want to take the course. And that's a rookie HR mistake because that's a leadership issue. You know, here's the doctor saying, I'd like you to take this course. And the staff is saying, well, I don't want to take it. I mean, what's, you're already in trouble. Like, I don't even want to say that to them, but I, you know, basically you're you're already in trouble. Um, So you need to go back and fix that before you ask me any insurance questions, because that's, that's a huge problem there. Um, but it is, it is nice to get our, our fan mail, good or bad. So keep that up. And, and we get a couple questions here. You know, I, I've shared them with you. We have a couple questions on, you know, the podcast and all of that. And I, I have, you know, they had this podcast convention oh, yeah, earlier right. in the year. Do you, yeah, Voices of Dentistry. And uh, we, we both weren't able to go because we were at Yankee, but I have it already in my calendar for next year. But everybody and their brother now is having a podcast, which I, I think is good. I don't mean that in a demeaning way. I think it's nice. Everybody's finally getting, uh, they're, they're having a voice and it's easy to get that voice out instead of waiting to get picked up for, our, you know, speaking at the podium or at, at, you know, at a regular show. Um, and, and I will say you have a podcast, Adam has a podcast, uh, Sandy Pardue and her daughter, her daughter, Dana, 
have a podcast now, which has been really fun. Um, what other podcasts are there out there? Does yeah, your she does actually. Have it's a funny podcast? you say that. Uh, and and she, you know, she's uh, she's getting off the tee with hers. Uh, it will it will happen. I don't think uh, her uh, launch uh, episode has happened yet. Uh, but but I think I think it's coming very yeah. soon. You know, but yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'll be doing. Uh, and, and that's, yes, that's Navoni, yeah. by the way. That's you Navoni. just saved my bacon right uh, there. Thank you, Dana yeah. Johnson. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I don't want you to get in trouble because you're going to well, get your butt handed. Well, happen one way or the other. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. Navoni is named her company, and she focuses on management, she but does. mostly Dentrix tips too. So I'm. As a Dentrix user, mostly a Dentrix user, I'm I'm excited to hear what she has to say. So that that'll be good. And now I do. you, uh, you have system one, nation, uh, powered by Ignite DA. Uh, you know, I just did my 13th episode of that uh, right before you and I started this podcast, actually. And so it's out on iTunes. Uh, you know, just trying to, trying to talk to dental assistants, nice. and you know, and I know you and I have this format where we're gonna you know chat for you know 45 minutes to an hour, or whatever it might be. I usually go for 10 minutes. Uh, you know, just to, to really just hit hard, uh, you know, because uh, hoping that they can listen to it on their way to work and it'll kind of pump them up a little bit, maybe even. So, uh, you know, but yeah, Gary Takas, uh, you know, uh, is always one of the great ones out there to work with. I know you and I have both been on his and, uh, you know, uh, Howard, uh, Howard Fran certainly uh, is always a, a joy to listen to and uh, always has an interesting opinion to share out there. So I heard from somebody that he's finishing after his, I think his hundredth podcast, he's going to hang it up. Is that, uh, I was supposed to do his podcast actually yesterday and he rescheduled and I haven't heard a rescheduled date yet. So who knows? You know, I may may not have gotten under the wire. Uh Well, he's already hit a hundred. Yeah. You might, well, I was going to say, I hope he hasn't hit a hundred because he may just not call you back. He might be just like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dental hacks is, I got to g- always give a shout out to dental hacks and then Michael Arias, the dental marketer. I, I just like those, those guys a lot. Um, so it, it's, it, now we're getting a whole bunch of, of podcasts in the market and I think there's always room for more voices. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I have not listened to the AGD podcast. Yeah, I think does. Dr. Yeah. Blakely does that. Um, you know, yeah, I have, have actually, you been on and, and Wes does a really good job. I mean, you know, and the cool thing is that so many podcasts, you know, this one has a different feel than mine that has a different feel than Gary's that has a different feel than Wes's, you know, and so we all kind of know our audience and know what's going to resonate. And so I, and I think that's another cool thing as well is that there, all these podcasts aren't cookie cutter by any stretch. Sure. Sure. And, and he's been doing it for a long time, actually. I think, uh, Howard, Gary and, and Wes is, Good point. that's been a, those are long-term podcasts and I, um, you know, we're, we're relatively new. You and I, both of the, our podcasts are relatively new. And I think we're not even done seeing how many more are going to pop up. I think you're going to see, you know, most of the consulting companies are going to have their own podcast associations will have their podcasts. Um, so it'll get really crowded. And so it's a cautionary tale for you and I, that we need to make sure our content for both of our podcasts is you know, always entertaining, always fun right. um, and relevant, you know, staying relevant on that. So that's, it's, it's, it's going to be a tough market. It's, it, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, that's, that's a 2018 resolution is to beef up this podcast a little bit more. And, uh, I think we talked a little bit about that on one of the earlier shows that, you know, I'm focusing more on the speaking cause I, I kicked the consulting out. I'm only doing corporate consulting now and, and full day offices in a full day sessions in an office, but I'm not doing the continuing consulting. And I was nervous about that, you know, for my 2018 resolution, because that's, that was a significant amount of income. Uh, And I think, I think it's worked out really well. I'm actually excited. I think I've been able to replace it. Um, It's been good. So but but 2018, it's funny, we're already at the end of the first quarter. And uh, I, I feel like I've moved a little bit towards the goal. I have some other goals, too. Um, but you know, we, we want to check in, uh, Kevin and I wanted to check in with the audience and ask, how are your goals going? How, how has your 2018 been? Did you set some goals at the beginning of the year, whether, whether it's business or whether it's personal and, and how have you been moving towards them? And, and if you've moved even a tiny little bit, hats off, congratulations. Cause yeah. that's a lot more than most people do. Um, our friend Kevin here has, he had a 2018 resolution. He's been doing really well with 
with it. Do you want yeah, to share? It's, uh, you know, it, it's funny. This is, this is one of those milestone years. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll turn 50 in November. Uh, and, uh, you know, Hey, uh, hoping to make it there, but, uh, you know, I, you know, whenever new year's Eve hit and, and Dana and some of our friends that, you know, Steve and Mindy, some of the folks that, you know, here in Colorado, you know, we were all together and we were all talking about what our goals were for 2018 personally. And, and I said at that time, whenever I hit 50, I want to be a better person in every area that I can possibly be better at 50 than I was at 49. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, and part of that has been physical, you know, uh, I've, uh, gotten back, uh, hitting the gym with a personal trainer and working out and trying to, you know, uh, look more like the rock every day, I'm sure. Uh, but you know, it's, it's really been a goal of mine that uh, I want to be a better person. Now I want to contribute more back to society this year, you know, and whenever I get to the, that day in late November and I look back, then I want to say, yeah, here's how I made a difference. And here's how I'm a better person now than I was then. And, and you're right. Some of it's little baby steps, you know, and, and that's okay. Uh, but uh, I feel like I'm getting there. I feel like I'm, I've got that goal and, and I've got a plan on how to get there. And so far, so good. Cool. Well, you've got the, the book has been killing it. Uh, you've been out there everywhere with the book. It's a great book. Um, <clears throat> we finished a, uh, a book giveaway. Have you done yours on your site yet? Uh, the book giveaway? You know, I haven't actually, I've been talking to uh, Mrs. Moore about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's about my turn. I, and, and, you know, it was funny. Uh, somebody mentioned in the comments this time that I was the only guy with the book out of all you amazing women. So, uh, you know, I, I've got the bar set high for me well, just you, right there. You're right about that. <laughs> I want to tell me about it. Hey. <laughs> so, so here's what we're talking about for those of, of you who, who may not have wandered over to our Facebook pages is we've done a book giveaway and we've, we've partnered with uh, some other consultants and speakers to give away bundles of our books. And I just wrapped mine up uh, and, you know, want to congratulate Whitney. She did a great job with her quote. Um, but, but basically I asked them to tell me what a good, insurance coordinator, you know, what, what makes a good insurance coordinator. And then the, the person who got the most upvotes and who I, I thought did a really good job with it. That's who won. And, and she did a good job with that. And, um, it's been going around to the different ones. So we partnered with Judy K Mozoff and, uh, Lois Banta and, uh, you, <clears throat> uh, Rachel Wall, Patty DeGandy. I yep. feel like I'm missing somebody. Am I missing somebody? That'd be Jenny Hager. Uh, Jenny Hegarty. And then for this one, um, because I have copies of her books that I like to give away, I included Laura Hatch's book. And and, and in fact, Laura did not know I was doing that. I just said, hey, what the heck? I'll throw it in. Uh, So Whitney, you know, got found out that she was uh, she won. And so she's going to get a whole bunch of books in the mail this week from all of these various ones. And yeah, I think all of us have gone except for you. And that's it, I think. I think has Lois gone? I think Lois did go. I think so. I think, uh, you know, as usual, I'm going to bring up the rear and that's all right. Uh, so no, you know, it's really cool because, you know, it, your book's killing it. Uh, you know, and I, I love to read all of our friends that we know in real life, but then you sit down and read these books and you kind of see their thoughts and I can almost hear your voice or Jenny's mm-hmm. voice you know, coming through whenever I sit down with them. And that's, that's a cool. Well, you don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear Jenny's voice. Jenny's voice is nice and calming. <laughs> and no, you don't want to hear my voice. But <laughs> I, I hear your voice all the time. my friend. I So, so as far as, as resolutions go for your podcast, do you plan on doing one every week, every two weeks? I mean, what's the, what's the schedule? Yeah. Yeah, I think to, I think to do weekly. Uh, you know, if I could put something up weekly, and and one thing that I've I've changed a little bit is that you know how I'm always on with you, or not always, but I'm on quite a bit with you on this podcast. Is that I want to bring in more experts from the industry as a part of my podcast, and and have people the the amazing assistants out there understand that it's not just me who are your cheerleaders. You know, there's people like Teresa. There's people like Dr. David Rice. There's there's a lot of people out there who are cheering for assistance 
to elevate themselves and have the profession elevated as well. So I want to bring in those folks so that they they hear not just my voice of encouragement, but also others in our industry that that I respect and love. Yeah, already. absolutely, absolutely. And and you know we know enough people that we could we could do that. Uh, I have to. I've, I'm setting up guests now for the next couple episodes. You know, uh, speaking season is really the beginning of the year and the fall for that's when we're mostly very busy. And this January, February, March has just been so busy. So I've really been lax on getting regular episodes out. And that's my mid-year, or I guess, first quarter resolution is I need to get better about this because um, I, I I did the whole rationalization where, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm not going to be on. Oh, I can't record it. And, and I should have just done what you've done very well, which is doing, you know, 10, 15 minute snippets rather than feeling like I have to do a whole bunch of content. Uh, so I, I need to get, that's a, that's my first quarter resolution there. And, and I like first quarter resolution. That's really cool actually. Uh, you know, cause uh, it's never too late to start, start a new one. And this is a good time. You know, to it's do a it. lot of pressure though, to, to, to come up with one big resolution for the year. Um, and I, and I do it every yeah. year. I, I do, I do it every year, but I think most people continually, set these goals for themselves throughout the year. Um, and, and I, you know, I can't, if I wish I had a ratio, I wish someone had told me when I was 20 to start recording your new year's resolution. So I can have this like nice graph or something, but I will bet, I will bet that 50% of my resolutions did not happen. I, I think that's a pretty good bet for me. Well, I can tell you, you know, growing up, uh, you know, uh, in, in our household and you always chose what you, you gave up for Lent, I had a hard time just with that, <laughs> you know I mean? Uh, so, you know, that was only what, uh, you know, 40 days. So my gosh, uh, to do a 365, yeah, that's a little tough. It's funny. I, somebody told me once, it wasn't this year, but last year and year before that they were giving Netflix up for Lent. And I thought, really? <laughs> really? 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 Like, what is that sacrifice? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Okay. All right. Like, I almost want to say, I don't, I don't think you quite paid attention in Sunday school to what they were talking about. Yeah, it's just, just throw it out there. I I remember one year I gave up soda for Lent and, and Julia will still tell you that was one of the worst times of her life. Wow. Just because she had to be during that, uh, you know, but. Yeah. Did you have caffeine withdrawal? Did you have just habit withdrawal? Uh, You know, yeah, just have a withdrawal. Honestly, uh, I'm I'm one of those guys that caffeine doesn't really affect me one way or the other. Honestly, I can drink a Diet Mountain Dew at 11:30 and I'm fine. Go to go to bed. Um, but yeah, I think it was just you know you get used to that. Uh, and and by the way, I'm a soda addict. I will admit that. And and God knows Dana's tried to break me out as so many of my friends. But um, you know, uh, diet soda is my my uh, crux. So oh well. No. Nope. Uh, but yeah, just you know. You get used to things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Sprite Zero person. Remember, every time I come over to your house, I, I'm like, can you get Sprite Zero? I'm sure Dana's like, oh. <laughs> now, you know, hey, hey, as far as I'm concerned, you, you know, that it's a democracy. So two of us outweigh her. It's that simple. So well, coffee's really, I think coffee's my, my thing that I would, I don't think I could ever give that up. Like if somebody said you have to give something up, I would be like, no, 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 you're going to have to pick something else. Cause I, I just can't, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm all day long. I'm drinking it. I switched to decaf about four o'clock. Um, however, I don't think it has an effect on me because like you, caffeine really doesn't, doesn't do it for me. It's more of the habit. It's more of, that's my comfort. As far as what else I'm hearing on the road though? So let's, let's kind of, let's, let's do a U-turn and go back to what we're hearing on the road. So I don't know if I'm just more aware of it because I know the ADA just put out, you know, some policies on opioid usage and there's a new code for 2019. There's going to be a new code for uh, a drug that's used to battle. You know, it's basically going to be um, a drug that you can give that is not going to, uh, get you to be an addict. Basically it's a non-opioid type drug. And it's really shocking to me that they actually passed a code for it, but we can talk about that on another, another episode. So what I mean by all this is that I am hearing and reading so much about this opioid addiction and the problem that our country is having. Now, what I've started doing, because out of just curiosity, when I've been going around, I've been asking how is, how are opioids affecting your office? And I really, really did not think 
it was going to be the answers that I got. So I, it ranges anywhere from, yeah, we see addicts and, and all that, but the vast majority of responses has been, oh my gosh, it's killing our practice. Or we've seen so many tragic cases. And this is not just the rural. This is not just, I mean, this is all different parts of the country. And so it's a real good, it, for me, it really brought it home. Cause you know, I, I live in suburbia. I live in a in a, in a neighborhood where it's mostly retired politicians and retired government people. And, and we just don't see that here. Um, so it really brought it home how bad the epidemic is. Cause you know, you just see it on the news, you just see like in some journals, but, but to hear and see the obvious distress that some of these team members were feeling because they're seeing patients who were otherwise healthy come back in and they're on the decline or they disappear and they come back and they've gone through rehab and it's been heartbreaking. Are, do you ever hear anything about that or do you see that in your own hometown? Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's something that, uh, here in Northern Colorado, actually, it's, it's funny, you know, it, it's like you were saying, you don't think, Oh, it's going to happen here. But just our town where we live, there's been there's been three or four cases of, of opioid, uh, you know, overdose uh, just in the last few weeks. Uh, you know, it seems like it's on the news a lot here, uh, you know, and, and yeah, it's it's always surprising. And and I've been I've been seeing that as well, like you were mentioning about some of the things that the ADA is doing to try to cut down on that. Uh, it's I'm very uh, interested to see what impact it has and, and how it impacts dental practices as well, obviously. Well, yeah. And I know that there's courses, there's, there's some people who have been, you know, had enough foresight to get some courses together on this thing, but I don't think nearly enough, but how do you handle, you know, a patient who has had regularly, you know, regular visits has had pretty decent care. And over time, as they come in for their regular visits, you're noticing a decline in hygiene, a decline in mental ability, uh, not necessarily ability, more like impairment. There's mental impairment. Uh, um, you know, how, what, what are the conversations around that? Do you, as a healthcare provider, are you tasked with actually, you know, dressing it head on? And, and one, one manager was telling me that there is a hygienist in her office that, you know, she, she doesn't care. She's just pretty much like she's had it. She, she does what she needs to do. And, um, you know, she doesn't let anybody tell her that she's not allowed to talk about this, this, or this. And, and, and she has actually said to patients, um, what's going on with you? Because this is not like you, your mouth normally never looks like this. What's going on? And, you know, tackling it head on. And, and part of me is like, oh, customer service, that's awful. And then the other part of me is going right on that. That's yeah. what we need somebody to wake you up and say, you know, you may think that you have this under control. You may think you're hiding it, but I'm looking at your mouth right now and you're not hiding anything. And, and that is such a great way to put it right there. I mean, cause yeah, so many of these, uh, you know, users, addicts, whatever you want to call them, uh, they're, they think that they're doing it in the shadows and that, you know, nothing has changed and, and good, good on her for, for actually calling somebody out, you know, and I, I, I personally think that, you know, the dental practice needs to figure out how are they going to address this? How are they going to, if a patient sits down in your chair, you know, are you going to have a conversation or are you going to be hands off? But man, I, I just can't imagine turning, turning your back and saying, well, I'm just going to ignore this, you know, and putting a watch on it. Uh, that yeah. just would blow my mind. It drives me crazy because um, there is one, one, situation that I really get kind of hopped up on. And, uh, it was, I believe in Nashville, we had, when I, back when I was ADOM's, uh, educational content advisor, I brought in, um, Suzanne, Susan Kammer DC, I believe with mid Atlantic Panda. Are you familiar with the Panda program? No, no. Okay. So Panda, the Panda program is so vital. And unfortunately, I think it's kind of losing steam, which is unfortunate. It needs somebody to come in and fund it again. Uh, but it is uh, prevention and abuse, neglect. It's, it's basically identifying abuse and neglect in dental offices. And it's an acronym, and I can't remember exactly what it is. Um, so Mid-Atlantic Panda, and, and then there's pandas in every state. But like I said, I think I think you just don't see them that much anymore. So Susan came in and did a course on how to identify child abuse and elder abuse in the office, because as providers, we see these um, in a unique situation. I'll, I'll give you an example. When you have a child who's missing patches of hair, um, 
it's not usually because something's wrong with their hair. It's because they've been yanked. And you will sit as a hygienist, they're sitting there and you can see when a when a ear has been pulled so hard, it almost comes off. You'll see bruising, you'll see bruising on the arms from when, you know, a parent went to to yank them and and you'll see bruises on the neck and then and 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 it's really it's eye-opening and they provide training in this so that you know we as healthcare providers can spot this in the office. And and the big thing that she brought up, which was just on the cusp and now it's huge is uh, trafficking, human trafficking. Mm, and, yep. and now let me, I'll just tell you a story here because this, we know, now I know looking back, now I know what I was looking at. But back then it was more like, ooh, what's going on? And I was a young manager. We really didn't know what to do in this situation. But but let me just back up to the human trafficking. So, you know, you've read the news and of course during Super Bowl and Olympics, you get all these, you know, messages that the human tribunal alert. I, when I went to... Uh, when I was I was in Minneapolis the weekend before the Super Bowl, I think I I Facebooked about it and how I need to get out of here before the the you know the the stuff hits the fan. But there were a million ads for you know human trafficking and and be aware and be on the lookout for women you know basically who didn't really want to be there. So th- this this lady Susan was talking about how human trafficking is coming to our area, and she's in the Mid Atlantic like I am, and she was giving specifics about towns that are just a couple over from me, and it was like it blew my mind. So they will bring in women, they'll marry them off, they'll they'll use them for prostitution, and we had oh it's got to be twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, we had a man come in, and he had a Russian bride who was so young, so, so young. And we, you know, she was a mail order bride. There's nothing else about it. And he was this old, old guy. And I understand love at first sight and all that kind of stuff, but that was not the situation. (laughs) And, uh, he, she, she did not speak a lot of English and he basically dictated what kind of care she was supposed to get. And, you know, he told us what we want, she, he wanted done with her teeth and it was all cash. It was all out of pocket. And she was always so sweet and just kind of uh, meek. I, I would say meek is a good word, but she was sweet and, and kind. And um, she kind of came alive when she was talking to us in her broken English when he wasn't in the room. But every time he came in the room, you could see a change in atmosphere. And and, oh, wow. and we were young. So everybody in that office was young and we had never had training in this. And we just kind of thought wow, that's an unfortunate marriage. And you know, that's that poor girl. She's going to be so unhappy with that guy. And now I always think back because I can see her in my mind and wow, we probably should have called somebody. Um, and, and I would bet that there's other people across the country who have had that same situation. And I remember going back in, in our computer system a couple years ago and just to see if they were still active patients and neither of them were still active patients. So I don't know what happened to them, who knows, but, uh, you know, it's 15, 20 years later, I am really just shocked at how easy it was for us to rationalize what that was rather than having our eyes open to it. Um, you know, that, that might be somebody you want to have on your podcast because, because assistants are in a good position to check that out as well. They are. And, and, you know, and then, like you said, it brings up, then what do you do? You know? And, and I think that's the thing that all of us are scared about is whenever you're, you're confronted with a situation, how do you react to it? And wow. Right. Well, and this guy was a little, you know, he was kind of a, not, he wasn't the nicest guy. So, you know, I, I was a young manager. I didn't have my confidence like, you know, I do now. And I was nervous about it. And so were, so were we all, everybody in the office was. So I, I feel bad and I, I don't want that to be a justification by any means. I still feel very bad about it, but I can understand how people overlook it. And so, uh, you know, we've got the opioid um, problem. We do have human trafficking that happens in our offices. And, and I bet um, somebody has listened to this, will listen to this podcast and think, oh my gosh, I wonder if that's what's going on with such and such because it's starting to make sense. And uh, I just urge, it sounds like, honestly, we we do need to talk in our office. I urge you to have conversations, have those conversations about awkward situations. Like you said, how do you, how do you talk about that? What, you know, doctor, how would you like us to to just, you know, address this and, and, you know, Molly manager, how are we supposed to let you know? And what's the course of action? And, and in many States, Kevin, they have mandatory reporter laws 
That's true. Uh, and, That's true. and if they don't report the, what they see, they're actually in violation of the law. So now instead of saying, well, is it, you know, do I, I just don't want to get involved. I want you to go back and challenge your offices. Are you in fact actually breaking the law by not getting involved? So that's the talking point there. Yeah. And, and this is, this is serious. You know, it's something that you do need to have a plan because you're right. I, I bet everybody listening to the podcast can think of somebody in their practice that might fit into, is it drugs? Is it a, a situation like you were just talking about, you know, where, where it might be human trafficking? You know, there's something that raises your, your spidey senses, you know, and, and you know, something might be going on, you know, how do you react to that? Uh, you know, and, and where I'm from in Oklahoma, uh, you know, one of the biggest problems there is meth mouth by a long shot. Uh, wow. You know, and, and again, you know, what is your protocol in the practice? If, you know, if you're a hygienist and dear God, that's meth mouth, what do you, what do you do? How do you talk to the patient? Do you talk to the patient? You know, I mean, these are things that I think you have to, to figure out. So those are hard enough situations. So let me, let me give you the boss fight. You ready for the boss fight? Do it. Bring it. <clears throat> What happens if one of your employees starts abusing Ooh. opioids or meth? Oof. Wow. <laughs> I think I need to get Jen, Jenny, Miss Jenny Harity yeah, on our podcast. I was going to say, uh, yeah. This I, is I punching above our pay grade, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, so how about that? I gave you a situation and gave you no solutions for it. How about that? <laughs> But, but, you know, it, it's something I, I I don't know that that can be a cookie cutter approach, honestly. You know, I think every practice is is different and you're going to have a different patient base and you're going to have a, you know, a, a different geography where you are. You know, man, that's but it, but it is something I mean, we're talking about resolutions. You know, that's a great one to have for your practice is if you don't have a plan in place right now, whew, get one. Exactly. Exactly. I love to plan for contingencies. And, and one of the exercises that we have in our, in my treatment planning course is to go back and come up with every question a patient could, could come up with. And I give them a list to get them started. But once they start talking about it, they come up with all these other things. Oh, you know, patients ask about this, this, and this. And, and you're like, wow, patients really ask that. And it's true. Patients ask the weirdest things. So I, I do think it's something, it's a good exercise. And uh, Sandy Pardue is always somebody who talks about how role play is very important yeah. in learning. And I, I believe that. And I, I would rather you role play when it's, you know, a friendly atmosphere than when it's serious and you really are on the spot. I mean, that's what role playing's for. Now, let's talk about something that is um, not quite as, as serious in a sad human condition way, but now more serious because it's a holy crap. Nobody told us they were doing that. And that's, that's Facebook. What oh, is going on, Kevin? Geez. I tell you what. Yeah. Have you, have you downloaded any of that, that, that they've kept on you and, and seen what, uh, what is in that data download? It's pretty interesting. You know, I, I have, I don't know if I have or not. I know I'm, I don't typically, spend as much time on Facebook. The amount of time I spent on Facebook versus two years ago is like almost an 80% drop, I have to say. Um, and that's just because of busyness, not because I don't want to see what's going on. But I know there's a lot of people, a lot of my friends that like to do those, you know, click here to show me which Disney oh. princess you're more like or whatever. And, and I know those are some of the programs that uh, are, are the guilty parties. And so I, you know, even if I'm off of Facebook and I'm not clicking on those, well, Kevin, we're screwed. Cause all of our friends oh, do that. Well, you know, my, and, and I know my mom's not listening to this, but she is one of those big offenders right there. You know, what's your Irish name? What's, you know, how would you look on the cover of a magazine? You know I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and I bet, I bet Ruth Ann listens. I bet, you know, miss lovely Julia, if you are listening to this hook up, Hook up Miss Ruthann, <laughs> and then wait. That way, Kevin can be surprised when when she pops out oh, at, at Lord, dinner. Yeah. You know, Kevin, I heard what you yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. When she catches <laughs> up on our WWE conversations and everything else, trust me, I'll I'll be grounded. You know, at the age of almost fifty. But hey, uh, she, she's the she's the goat fan. She's the greatest of all oh, time fan. I love that too. Trust <laughs> me. So, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, but. You know, one of the things that I thought was real interesting, and, and I'll be honest, I was guilty of this, is that uh, that whole Facebook Messenger thing and allowing Facebook Messenger to have access to your contacts. 
I'll be honest, whenever I first saw that, man, my heart sank. And sure enough, you know, I had just, I hadn't even thought about it. I was just like, sure, allow, you know, whenever we, I first signed up for Facebook Messenger and boy, it's, it's crazy to see what was kept, uh, you know, the, the conversations, the searching history, everything else. It's just, it's crazy. Well, and, and it's funny. I, I don't, I don't know why I used messenger. I'll be honest with you because everybody that I was looking back on my, when all this broke, I was looking back on all my messages and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, everybody that I've messaged here, I text yeah. with also. No, you're, you're, <laughs> and, and if I don't text with them, I'm not hard to right. find, you know, send me an email. So I, I was thinking about uninstalling it because I don't really need it. And it's always popping up at the weirdest times for me. And, and it's just another distraction, to be honest. And, and Rita Zamora, if you're listening, don't take offense. I don't mean you <laughs> particularly, because Rita's always popping up so in the funny. middle of the day on stuff. About and her, I love it. She and I have gift wars. That's funny. Yeah, I know. You you guys rolled <laughs> me into one one time. And I was I was like, wow, what are all these notifications? It's just you two going back and forth. <laughs> So that was funny. Uh, but but yeah, I, I don't know if I need all the add-ons. And now Firefox, to their credit, you know, head of the game, they roll out this, uh, what is it called? A container? I think it's called a container. And it's, have no, you heard I haven't of this? actually. I was, I was just uh, getting ready to, to look that up on my phone because I think that's pretty interesting. What is it? So, so the browser basically, when you open up Facebook, it's 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 a Facebook container. They they did a quick add on to their browser where if you're in Facebook and you click somewhere else, it's oh, contained. So there, no no information is getting scraped or whatever, and then it's it gets deleted. And and I'm like, wow, that's you know so. But of course, we're going to get a ton of apps that are oh, going to sure, guarantee your security. Yeah. There's going to be well, that's that. just it. I think people um, are going to hop on this and and say, "Oh, we can take care of that for you." And I think that's what you've got to be extra careful for now, too, are the people that have the all-in-one solution for you. Well, and and has this affected? Will this affect your browsing activity? No, you what know, do you think? I still have a Yahoo email address. You know, and and you know, it, it, well, at this point, really, the damage has already been done. You know, so all the people that are saying delete Facebook, it's sure. like, well, you should have done that a few years ago if you're really worried about it. So, uh, no, I, it's, it's not going to affect me. Yeah. Uh, certainly. How about you? I don't think so. And and I feel I feel bad because I feel like I should be outraged. But part of me, first of all, I'm, I'm outraged at how bold they are and how Zuckerberg now is, you know, to me, it's fascinating to see it all play out. But I just figure any social media you're on. I don't, I don't know. I just kind of figured that they had all that. I, you know, yeah, and, there's really nothing I'm trying to hide. And, and I don't mean that that means you should have full access, but I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, there's really, I mean, okay. So they know that I'm looking up eyeglasses. They know that I'm looking up face and well, neck cream and, you know, Ooh, go crazy yeah, with that information. Know, and and that's just it. I mean, <laughs> I, I think any of us who have ever searched for something and then you go to check your Gmail and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, there's an ad for that right next to it from Amazon or wherever it might be. You know, I mean, yeah, if you don't think people are, sure. people know your browsing history, you're fooling yourself. Yeah. And if you're an Amazon customer, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you should, you know, they, 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 they know everything about you. I was joking with, uh, oh gosh, Deanne Rechtenwall, who is the president of the ADOM chapter up in uh, Rochester. And, and I was joking with her that Amazon is like way too smart because, you know, I have a problem with my foot. I'm dealing with a little bunion and it's driving me crazy. And then I did a search for, you know, I buy my neck cream, my face and neck cream off of Amazon. And, and I also have one finger that has arthritis. So I'm looking at arthritis creams for my one finger. And, and at some point, Amazon's going to start <laughs> suggesting like depends and stuff to me. Like that's because because obviously I'm searching for all the things old people search for. I'm going to start getting wheelchair recommendations and all that. So, <laughs> but but would that surprise me? It wouldn't surprise me because Absolutely. Amazon knows what I like. They yeah. they do. They know yeah, what well, I like. And it, you know, we, we nice just ordered a lamp <laughs> and the corresponding light bulbs from Amazon for Dana's daughter up in Seattle. And it's amazing now all the ads that I see. Uh, you know, for different kinds of lamps and, oh, hey, uh, you know, hanging accessories for a lamp. You know, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, it's just wild. So let me tell you another thing that tells me how oh, yeah. old I am. So you're you're pushing 50. 
this year and I push uh, 47 this year. So I'm 46 right now. And I, we grew up in a land of infomercials, like infomercials are just everywhere. They were at their height when you and I were growing up, like it was prime time infomercial, right? Um, But we've also grown up with a real distrust of infomercials. We just assume everything is, you know, just bad. And, And now I'm older and I've been watching, inf- I watch infomercials, I watch QVC sometimes, and it's working on me. And that's how I know it's turning, Kevin. It's turning. Um, so I used to watch a million uh, commercials oh, yeah. for My Pillow. I think I've talked yeah. to you about this, the My Pillow. Oh, it's the best thing ever. I cannot, like, if somebody tries to take My Pillow, my My Pillow away, like, I will hurt them. Like, there's just, you cannot. <laughs> You just don't. The copper skillet is something that I'm I'm getting ready to buy because their commercials are working on me. There, there's this product for the women out there, the sleep styler, where you put your the curls in your hair and you go to sleep and you wake up and va va. There's all sorts of curls and I thought, oh, that's all junk and all that. And I bought it and sure enough, I wake up and I'm like a freaking L'Oreal commercial. You know, my hair is just everywhere. So I am now at this point, Kevin, where infomercials are are now something I actually enjoy watching and and I don't know quite what that says about me well you know Lori Grenier is smiling somewhere right now just knowing that uh, you know you're being lured in so hey <laughs> yes so she works well she knows what she's doing so no, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I think I think the one that I'm very curious about is that tape that you can put on anything and it, it stops the the leaks you know all this stuff Oh yeah, they put it on a like it's almost like they're putting it on the Hoover Dam and they're oh, saying, "Oh, absolutely! It Look, done. It's amazing." Yeah. <laughs> so forget the Army Corps of Engineers. We've spent so much money for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But remember, did you ever have a? I think it was Ronco, the fisher, the fishing pole. Oh my gosh, the Ronco! Yes. Did you ever have one of those? Yes. So you know, I that, forgot. That's a great name, though, from the past, right there. Just that. And and it was, you know, you click it, and then you then you cast it, and that was always some, you know, as a as a person who went fishing, a, a little girl who went fishing with her dad all the time, because I'm a daddy's girl. You know, he would try to teach me how to cast, and and sometimes it didn't work really well, but I always cast perfectly with that Ronco, always. So <laughs> that's you. amazing. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the set it and forget it and uh, yep. all sorts of stuff. We have to figure out some kind of dental infomercial because I feel like you and I could sell something. What do you think? Well, I'm going to tell you, and and folks from Curaprox, if you're listening right now, that black toothpaste, I'm telling you right now, oh, yes. that's such a great infomercial. You know, I, I really do think that's one of those you see it and then it's like, oh, my gosh. And look, there's more. You know, I, I think that could be a doozy. I'm just saying it is. Did you see? I did an Instagram post with that because Dale Miles. Yeah, and Dale, and Dale, Dale, Dale here Miles. Oh, do you have it? Okay, okay. Yeah, well, well, Dana does, you know, and she's done one of those, you know, brush her teeth, and I don't even have a clue what she's doing, and then you know, act like she's turned into a zombie, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. So, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so I did I did that and I posted on Instagram and you know my son of course he just looks at it and and I get the really I get the you know really <laughs> comment so he's so embarrassed by do you know he told me he doesn't follow me on Instagram anymore he just goes and looks at them and uh, I was like why I need followers like what's wrong with you kid and, wait 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 and, wait he he's not following you but he still looks at your post he still looks at my post because he doesn't want to like my post and he doesn't want me to show up on his friends list to his friends oh, because geez. I I'm his mom. I'm no, his mom. Come on, we so, know his brother. Come on, man. But listen, listen to what I did because, because you know, that's, that's not going to work. Um, I made him pull out his phone and I made him like my Instagram page. <laughs> you and will it was, like me. There was some fur that flew in that car. There was some arguing that happened. There was some, you don't understand. And I'm not above guilt tears. I'm not, I'm that kind of mom. I'm not above it. And I pulled out the guilt tears and finally it was fine, mom. I'll like your stupid Instagram page. And, you know, then you get this, like, you have that internal smile that happens. Yeah, and, you know. and I, check, you know, I always check to see if he's still following me and, and he is. And yes. So Kevin, I, I am not above mom guilt. You know what? Hey. <laughs> Hey, anything for the Instagram like, you know, I, I get it. Hey, you know, you got to do, gotta do. <laughs> Every like, 
counts. Every light counts. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, but I do risk the, the, I do risk having him comment on my post though. So I, I yeah, hope that he never cool. actually gets mad at me, like truly mad at me about something. <laughs> God. Oh, that's fun. Oh gosh. So, all right. So we have, uh, we've been talking for a while. We caught up on a lot of stuff. So goodness, we went from uh, confrontation and, and conversations in the office and we went to resolutions and, and I'm so excited that you're hitting 50. I know you're not, but I know that coming, hitting 50 comes with a party. Yeah, it, it will, you know, and, and I'm, I, I must admit, you know, uh, I, I'm actually looking forward to it. It's definitely not something that I sit there and go, oh, woe is me. You know, for me, I'm, I'm looking at it as it's, a, it's the next adventure. And, and hey, I made it halfway to my goal of making 100. So, you know, I'm going to celebrate that for sure. There you are. There yeah. you are. Will Will your family come for the party? Because uh, it's going to be in New York, well, right? Well, it will. You know, I'm, we're actually going to do, and if you're in greater New York and you want to be a part of the party, hey, uh, my wife's putting something together. She won't tell me what, so I'm a little nervous about that. But, uh, uh, you know, we're actually going to do a party ahead of my birthday. My birthday's on the 27th. I speak in New York on the 25th all day. Uh, so looking forward to be back in greater New York. And then I'm actually going to be somewhere on the, my birthday on the 27th. And I've yet to figure out where that moment of symbolism and, and uh, you know, Zen will happen. Uh, but yeah, I definitely want to be somewhere to, to raise a glass and say, hey, halfway to my goal. So it's a good thing. If I had to bet, I would think that she is either taking you to Orlando <laughs> to be with Johnny Depp. <laughs> That would because you love your pirates of the Caribbean. You love pirates and you love CM Punk. You know, I mean that that so, would be a party. Uh, there's no question about it. I might not make it to 51 just from the heart attack I'd have from that. So you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not saying you're going to meet Johnny Depp. I'm saying you're going to go meet some guy oh, who looks okay. like Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh no, there's. If she can get Johnny Depp, then then go so for funny. it. But yeah. but. Uh, I think that you'll have a better chance of meeting a Johnny Depp lookalike than, than Johnny that. Depp. Um, so I, I would guess that, or she's going to endure another wrestling event with you. Oh my God. Now I tell you what, I still haven't heard about the first one and uh, you know, the horror that she, she incurred that night. So. Uh... <laughs> and, and so for, for people listening, it's funny because uh, Kevin loves his WWE and, and so do I, and, and Dana loves Kevin and, and Dana loves me and we all love Dana, but Dana has now said, Teresa, you go to all these meetings with him because I can't do it anymore. Cause she went to one, one meet, one uh, event with you and uh, she did not care. She, she didn't, you know, and, and she didn't take it for the pure entertainment value that it presents. And, you know, that's a whole other podcast, oh, but uh, you know. Yeah. It's, it's an American event. Absolutely. I mean, you have to be. I mean, a wrestling fan. It, is it WrestleMania is coming it, it up? It is actually. And, and, you know, it's funny. I was going to talk to you about that after the podcast. I think it's next weekend. Mm, so we will be then that, it, that will be when I renew my WWE membership. And then the Wednesday after that is when I will cancel my <laughs> WWE membership. Just throw it out there. Daniel Bryan back like in the ring. You can't miss that. Come on. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. Daniel well, Bryan back in the ring makes me nervous. I know everybody's excited, but you know, I don't want him to take another headshot. This, this wrestler that we're talking about uh, was cleared after head injuries and I'm still just very nervous. So uh, I got to be honest. Well, with I'll, you. Uh, well, <laughs> well, we'll have a whole conversation. After this, I, don't yeah. think you're <laughs> I don't think you're nervous about it. I know this is when everybody goes, all right, she said, yeah, we're wrapping yeah. up, so then I'm going to click yeah. off. So. Wrapping up, not talking about <laughs> wrestling. Okay. Goodbye. Have a nice night, everybody. Yeah. so we will be back for another episode and and i will be back with another one as well we'll we'll always have joint episodes with kevin check out his podcast kevin how can they find your podcast on itunes iTunes, go to dental assistant nation and uh, you can uh, hear my blathering for a few minutes but yeah if you're an assistant uh, or uh, have assistants in your office that you think would benefit from it would love to have you download subscribe on itunes awesome all right well for everybody here at Nobody told me that, which is you and me, Kevin. I'm going to say goodbye. And uh, hopefully uh, this has helped you with some issues in your office. And uh, if you have any questions, reach out to us. The contact information is always in the show notes. Uh, But you can always find us on Facebook, Odyssey Management, and Ignite DA is Kevin's. And Kevin Henry and Teresa Duncan are also available on Facebook. So hit us up if you have any questions. All right. We'll see you later. 
Subscribe to this podcast so you'll get our next candid discussion. Visit Teresa's website, odysseymgmt.com. That's odysseymgmt.com for more information on Teresa's courses, books, and speaking schedule. Subscribe to her newsletter while you're there. Don't say we didn't tell you that.